Hello, welcome to Game Central Podcast, episode 103. We're, we're not nerds, but we do like video games. We're more, more geeks. We're friendly, we promise. We won't bite you. You yeah. can come play with us, and if you're a girl, would you go out with us, please? <laughs> we, we're not scary because Rob isn't here this week. Hey! <laughs> we Normal to... humans are here. Yes, we tried to do it on Thursday. Rob's train caught on fire, I think he said. <laughs> Yeah, there was a fire at Vauxhall Station. Yeah, we... That was a real thing that actually happened. He didn't make it up. Oh, I don't know these things. No, it's real. Um, <laughs> and then we rearranged to do it today, Tuesday, and uh, Rob suddenly realised, that's when Uncharted 4 comes out. Fuck you guys, I'm not coming <laughs> on the podcast. I'm playing Uncharted 4. So we'll have him talk about Uncharted 4 next week. But for this week, it's just me and Don. How are you, Don? Hey, hello. Not answering my question. We're the dream team, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. We're not bad. We're alright. It's not a dream. How are you doing? Mm. Uh, not bad. Knackered. Board of looking for houses now. We've looked at 30 houses, 31 houses. You've not found a house yet? Well, I found one, but they might have to give it back because it was leaking and setting fire to itself, so I told them I didn't want it. That's a good reason. <laughs> good reason, I feel. Um, and then uh, looked at a whole load more, including six alone on Saturday, and just still haven't found one, and it's really, really annoying. Basically, if you've ever moved house once, don't ever move house again. It's not worth it. Other than that, great. <laughs> weekend was nice. Had a good weekend. Went out to the market, went up to Greenwich on the boat. Did a little boat trip. It's just a lot of random London words you just said random there. I have no London. idea what any of them mean. <clears throat> yeah. Local things for local people. Greenwich, Essex, <laughs> fucking Chelsea. I don't know what any of these fucking things Chelsea. are. They're all the same. Uh, how about you? You right? <clears throat> yeah, I've got this cold because, you know, heat wave strikes, I get a cold. Yep, yeah, naturally. It's kind of good because I think what it is is years of, oh, the sun's out, I'm going to stay in and play video games anyway <laughs> yeah so when the sun comes out my body's like why don't you just uh, get off your feet take it easy and play uh, Galaxy and Overwatch <laughs> ooh which is a little teaser for what I've been playing this week yep and we don't need a teaser for what Don's been playing this week no uh, it's been a <laughs> decent week for video games though some uh, new titles yeah. got announced yeah. Some fury and some uh, joy. But before <laughs> we get to that, we need to uh, we need to introduce the section that everybody waits all week for. Whoop. Helmed by the one and only, the Sultan of Skullbutt, <laughs> the Bishop of Babel, Jesus. the Chieftain of Chit Chat, fucking hell, the uh, one and only, the Don <clears throat> of That's the much. Hot Goss. Um, not enough praise, mate. Not enough. Almost. I, sh- I should have been more generous. Almost, but not quite. Step it up a bit next week. Well, we'll, we'll see how this, uh, how this <laughs> gossip is, I guess. See how this one goes. We may not have this section next week, but we'll <laughs> we may have just canned it entirely. Yeah, so, ah, oh, this week, this week, this week. New games and uh, new rumours. New gossip about those new games, rather than ones that aren't out yet, which is normally what I, uh, <clears throat> what I deal in. It's your specialty. This is my specialty. Uh, but this one deals with uh, Easter eggs a little bit, because uh, naturally we're really close to Easter. Uh, yeah, so, so really timely. Uh, so Doom, that's a new game of an old game that uh, has been out for a little bit. Well, it's out this week, I believe. Am I making that up? Yes. It's out this week, isn't it? It's out yes. this week, and uh, everyone knows that the original Doom is uh, also in there, and you can go and play that. Um, that? Well, they should know that because it is. Um, if you didn't know that, the game then How would they there's know an that? extra bit. Oh, well, if you didn't know already, I've just spoiled that for you. But um, 
Unlucky. Um, you should have probably guessed that by now because it's called Doom, and they they made the same Doom, and they could put the new one in if they they all in if they want, and they have. Uh, but they've also put in <clears throat> another classic game in there, uh, which is Pac-Man. But wow, uh, there's a secret mode, a Pac-Man mode. It's not actually the Pac-Man game because they don't have the license for that, and Namco aren't likely to give it up anytime soon. Uh, especially not in a violent game like Doom. But what they've done is uh, they've used the is it called demonization? When you you can basically you can pick up a thing and you become the the skeleton demon thing with guns on its shoulders. Yeah, that's uh, there's a there's a name for it. You become one of the demons basically. But basically, there's a mode where you play as one of those, and you run around a maze um, of walls. And there are there's one of those ball. I see. I'm sorry, I don't know the names of all the Doom creatures because I've never really bothered with Doom apart from yeah. the original. And no one ever knew the names of the things back in those days. They just they, they were just impressed. The pinky that it was in demon. The pinky demon, the little circular thing. Yeah. Uh, that is a substitute for Pac-Man in this and in a twist you have to protect Pinky from uh, some other enemies which have been are being used as ghosts uh, in this and you have to run around and kill all the ghosts before they destroy uh, the little Pinky um, yeah so that would be nice good luck finding it though um, how you're not going to tell people how to find this no no I don't want to spoil it just at day one people get it and they're immediately just going hey look at this check this shit out no you're gonna have to work. Have to work for it, people. But it's an Easter egg that is in there. Good luck, uh, and uh, yeah, it's a nice little Easter egg. I think it's a good idea to have a little mode in there. Just to uh... that's cool. And you know, a lot of people have been saying uh, this Doom is gonna be uh, pretty good. But uh, personally, I'm looking more forward to the sequel, Gloom. Right. <laughs> The main news this week uh, was that the two biggest shooting franchises uh, on the planet got their uh, next games announced. Uh, one of those was greeted with optimism and hope and a lot of happy fans who were really excited for what the game may bring. And the other one was Call of Duty. So Call of Duty <laughs> Infinite Warfare trailer came out. Um, yep. <clears throat> space. And, uh space lots of space people have been saying it should be in space since the was it black ops 1 had an intro in space or black ops 2 uh Modern Warfare making... 2 had a bit where you're in space was it that one that's where it's come from when that came out everyone was like you should do one in space it would be awesome because the space bit is brilliant anti like yeah. gravity no gravity levels and stuff like that probably so that done... was about seven years ago <laughs> yeah and uh, they finally done it and then it's been downvoted into the ground on youtube <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, let me see. The announcement trailer has 1.12 million dislikes. Amazing. Which is How, the... how long has it been out for, that trailer? Uh... One day or less? Let me see. Shit, this, this story doesn't have a uh, date on it. <laughs> but it's no, been out... Just look at, the t- <laughs> look at the YouTube thing. Oh. It's, it's on 2nd of May, 2nd of May. <laughs> So eight days. In eight days, it's gotten 1.12 million dislikes. That's quite a lot, I'm thinking. Um, that's puts it in one of the top ten most disliked videos in YouTube's history. Jesus, what? Which... What is that? So I'm guessing PewDiePie is number one to ten <laughs> of all the of all the other. You would videos. have to assume, yes. Yeah, have to assume that. Uh, but as well as taking place in space and being mm. disliked by literally everyone, it will also come with Modern Warfare 1 remastered. Which everyone is well excited for. Yeah. And also pissed off about. Yeah, because you have to buy like an $80 version of the game to get yep. it. Which is ludicrous, considering the number of people. Even I would consider buying Modern Warfare. Um because everyone goes on about how good it is, and if you're going to play a COD game, then play that one and all yeah. the rest of it. And I've never really... I've played tiny, tiny bits of some of the other Call of Duty games. Um, but that's the one I would want to play if I was going to play one. You would um, be right. But, uh, yeah. So I think, oh, an ideal chance to play it on uh, souped-up graphics on a souped-up console. Fantastic. But no. Nope. Nope. I mean, I, I'm sure it'll happen eventually... Well, they're going to piss off even more people. 
<laughs> if they do that, aren't they? Who are going to go? I had to blow. I spent all this money. I want a refund. Blah, blah, blah. That is true. It's uh, they've put, they've put themselves on a no win situation here. The only way they can get out of this really is by separating the two games um, before release, basically. Yeah, which they should do anyway because Modern Warfare remastered on its own is that each copy is just guaranteed money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they would be stupid to bundle it with this game that is the most disliked video <laughs> on YouTube I have ever seen with my own time. <laughs> yeah, if they don't do it, they must literally hate money, which would be a ma- major twist for, for Activision. Yes, <laughs> um, So, the other franchise that revealed its next outing this week was Battlefield. Hey who, uh, after Battlefield 4, are taking it all the way back to Battlefield 1. Battlefield Why are they calling this Battlefield 1? That's confused me. Because it's set in World War 1. But that, but that, I mean, so? But that, what, but... <laughs> Good. Call it Battlefield World War 1, in that case. It's less snappy, no? though. Do you know what I think? Well, I mean, you know, Battlefield 3... They've already had Battlefield 1, 2, and 3, and then, I don't know, it just feels weird. It's a bit like, I don't know, it feels like the whole Xbox One thing all over again. Well, it's exactly the same. (laughs) It's exactly the same thing. It is, isn't it? But this uh, this trailer came out uh, complete opposite of what Call of Duty have. Call of Duty, uh, oh, we're in space, we're on different planets, we've got mechs, we've got crazy guns that do crazy shit. Battlefield's like, horses, a blimp. (laughs) Some gas because World War One was absolutely horrifying, and everyone just gassed each other because they just discovered gas. Um, and people are going fucking nuts for Battlefield One. <laughs> I am oh, yes. one of them. I'm very excited um, because it's different. This is the yeah. thing. These war games have been going further and further into the future with every game. Not one of them has had the guts to just say, you know future warfare or whatever they're all trying to keep it like uh, this one's set in late 2016 which is why we have nano robots that you can fire <laughs> out your hands like all that bullshit yeah. um, even he... infinite warfare doesn't tell you that it's like set way in the future you know <laughs> yeah. even games like the division have got future tech in yes and stuff you know it's literally everything I think and with a game when you've got first one shooters like destiny that are so prolific right now that covers the whole future thing yes that's a big part of it as well you don't need more you need to go back to your roots and I think people have yeah and like I say everyone's had enough of there's been so many Call of Duties there's one every year uh, and they've been going further and further into the future as you know and they're like you know, I want what I like about it years ago well, yeah old people there isn't a set thing people want apart from people always want something different so when it was you know, Call of Duty 1 through 3 all set in World War 2 in their own way, and then they go to Call of Duty 4 and set it in modern, literally, modern warfare. Yeah. People went fucking nuts for it, because it was the first game that had had the balls to be set, like, modern day. Yeah, it was a big departure for the series. Absolutely enormous. Battlefield 3 had to play catch-up and had to, you know, oh, we're, we're set in modern times as well, but we also have a little bit of sort of future stuff, maybe, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, you know, Modern Warfare 4 has got some crazy shit in it that you'd never seen before in a game. Yeah. And then, game after game, basically the exact same thing, with the exception of Black Ops, which was a huge hit and people went mental for. Not because people give a fuck about the Vietnam War. Nope. But because it was just something completely different to what they'd had. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad to the more realism and realistic aspects of things. And. Maybe part of it is also that when you're set in a period like World War One, you don't have ridiculous space lasers and you know all this kind of orbital death from above and all the rest of it. So everyone's on a more level playing field with the weapons. You have to. It's more of a becomes more of a skill based game overall, rather than someone who has X weapon is going to have an advantage in certain situations. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, think about games that we already have or that are coming out we've got Destiny yep uh, Infinite Warfare is going to be set in like the future probably coming out at about the same time Titanfall 2 is 
later yep. on in the year, which is... Another future game with mechs all over the place. Same fucking thing, yeah. Yeah. And then you got Battlefield 1 coming out, where you literally ride horses with a sword drawn, pointing yeah. at your enemy. That's going to be cool. Like I'd like it if they, if they allow you to like mix the time periods a bit. So you can go up against someone on a horse with a sword, and you can chop off the heads of people with machine guns. If you're good enough to get up close. Well, this is the fucking riding. thing, right? That's That'd what World cool. War One was. Yeah, part of it. Yeah, totally. It was like just new technology was being invented due because of that war, and um, yeah, and people still had this. Old. Yeah, people still had this notion of like war is a big battlefield, men riding in and horses, the cavalry with their swords out, and uh, and the yep. people were still doing that in this war. It's just they were also getting shot to shit from machine guns and tanks at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Which is why part of the reason the war was so bloody and shocked so many people was because people still thought of war at the time as bright-coloured tunics and everyone <laughs> looking very smart as they march off to do their duty and, oh, you, you'll be back in time for tea and I'll have, you know, <laughs> croissants ready for you and all the rest of it. <laughs> no, all of a sudden, there's just blood everywhere and people getting gassed and they're like, what the fuck is... Why are we in a trench? wearing fucking hemp suits instead of a nice tunic and just being outdoors on a horse. What is going on? This is actually fucking horrific. Yep, and that's <laughs> the difference that people want. You know, when yeah. Modern Warfare 2 was set modern day and they showed a bit of space, everyone was like, oh my god, they've got to do one in space, it's going to be amazing. But we're moving so slowly towards space, people are fucking sick of all this. Black Ops 3, you make people be sick by putting your finger at them. Like... <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Battlefield. Yeah. Drones everywhere. Oh, the fucking drone. The, the further we get away from drones as a word, the better I think our, our it's game It's also goes. a complete misnomer. The things people call drones are not drones. No. They're autonomous aerial vehicles. That is not a drone. Just to put that in there. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're welcome. No, I, I think, for me, Battlefield 1 strikes... Uh, a, a massive chord with just wanting something new and original and different and this feels like it's going to be that plus how big must DICE's balls be to know Titanfall 2 and Infinite Warfare and all these games are just going as far into the future with crazy shit as they can and they're like World War 1 bitch yeah here's a horse and cart like literally like, <laughs> the fucking balls on those guys and the fact that it's paying off as well because Battlefield 1, the announcement trailer, is one of the most liked videos on YouTube. Yep. Um, Battlefield 1 trailer is now within the top 250 most liked videos on YouTube. Um, and it's believed to be the highest rated trailer in a list populated by music videos. So, that's huge. Yep. And, you know, the announcement thing, the Twitch stream had just a shitload of R.I.P. Call of Duty in the Twitch chat. <laughs> people just people didn't know they wanted this until they saw it, and now they yeah. fucking want the shit out of it. So, well done, Dice. You've uh, somehow done it with World War One. Yep. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon's release date has been announced. They showed the starting three Pokemon. Um, I don't like it. Really? They're really bad looking Pokemon in my opinion. Yeah. Well Yeah. <laughs> I mean all Pokemon just look weird to me, you know. The thing is with Pokemon, whenever you choose a starter, don't you spend half your time going trying to imagine what it is gonna look like evolved? Yes. To know oh, how shit or good is this gonna look. I'm trying to guess whether it's gonna have a stupid hat on its head when it's evolved or <laughs> if it's gonna look badass. But you know. Yeah, they've only shown the like low level versions of these Pokemon as well. Yeah. So one is like a little, it's like a little seal with a clown's nose. One is uh, like a cat that does fire, and the other is just an owl. Um, <laughs> the annoying it's, thing it's is an that there are already like four or five seal Pokemon, four or five owls, and like a thousand birds, and like <laughs> seven or eight cat type Pokemon. So it's just like. They reach such diminishing returns because there are only so many animals left that you can name things after. <laughs> That's why there's an ice cream cone Pokemon and a sword Pokemon. <laughs> like, yeah. ugh, they, they, whatever. They, they've been, they've lost me for a long time now. But um, November 18th in North America, November 23rd in Europe. There's a trailer up. 
the gameplay actually looks really interesting. It's more like a traditional uh, RPG now with like camera behind the back. You can move wherever you want. Uh, it looks interesting, but just Pokemon, man. They lost me. <laughs> just Pokemon. Yeah. Keeping it with Nintendo, though. Nintendo's yeah. uh, mobile games, Mitomo, we both enjoyed. <laughs> uh, also, I use games in air quotes. Yeah. Uh, the mobile games uh, getting sort of revealed slowly but surely. They're planning on a Fire Emblem game and an Animal Crossing game, both to come out this autumn on your yep. mobile phones. What do you think about that, Don? I think they'll probably do pretty well. Um, they're kind of suited to the platform, obviously, as they've already had uh, DS releases, DS versions, so they're suited to the small screen already. Um, yeah, I, I can see this stuff being quite good, to be honest, or at least being very popular. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Nintendo games without having to spend out on a Nintendo console. Yeah, mm, that's it's a good point, work. actually. Yeah. So you don't want to buy another Wii U. Yeah, you don't have to buy your kid a, a DS or a 3DS or whatever, because um, the same thing's going to be on their phone, and every kid has got a phone. So, yeah, good luck, mum and dad's wallet. Really uh, good choices of games as well, like Animal Crossing. Yeah, you imagine yeah. Mitomo, but you can also decorate the house and set your guy out on little adventures and stuff. Yep, which um, is what Mitomo yeah, is lacking. Yeah. Plus, they could do little things with, obviously, the geolocation available and the time available on phones. Obviously, the day-night cycles and keeping them, you know, tending to their lawns and what have you, gardening during, you know, certain hours. Uh, While you've got your phone, you know, shut down or whatever. You wake up in the morning and you find that your carrots have grown. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. That's actually exciting. Um, Speaking of mobile phones, actually, and Nintendo, um, Mm -hmm. it's actually now possible uh, to play Virtual Boy games on uh what's what's that thing called the google uh box google cardboard cardboard yeah card yeah is that what it's called cardboard the virtual reality thing. virtual reality cardboard thing yeah um if you can uh, get hold of the roms which you know is dubious surely that's legal it's which is surely legal um mm-hmm. there is a there is a there's an uh there's an android compatible program out there now which uh will run those on and uh on your on your android phone for you and so if you use google cardboard you get the 3d effect uh without the nausea uh, it runs them in black and white rather than the red the red i think was part of the reason everyone started feeling sick when they played uh, virtual boy games um but it's uh, it's now possible to do that on your phone or in fact on your uh, 3ds if you want to see them in actual 3d um it is possible to run them on your 3ds again terms and conditions apply (laughs) (laughs) shall we say i'm gonna say uh if it turns out it's not legal to download games through the internet without nintendo's consent that would be news to me but maybe don't do it i don't know all of the i don't don't know everything about the law so do not trust me with anything well we are definitely (laughs) not legally telling you to do that no oh we're just saying you know it's out there Yes. It's possible to do. Although it would be an idea, given that that is actually a thing that's possible, um, and Nintendo are obviously now committing to this mobile thing, for them to do this um, themselves. Get Virtual Boy stuff on a Nintendo store on your mobile and um, have that as a new gimmicky thing, you know? Yeah, so that on the bus with you. Like about yep. It's a way to get those games out there that people have never played because literally no one has played Virtual Boy games. Um <laughs> And it would be a huge, you know, massive nostalgia trip for everyone. I reckon, you know, they should get on it, to be honest. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, let's keep it with Nintendo, then. Um, at E3, they've announced Legend of Zelda will be playable on the Wii U. Yep. Which means that game is actually a game now, for sure. Yep. Oh, yes. It's a game, and it's a game on the NX as well. Yep, but they won't be showing <laughs> that on the NX at E3. At least they're saying they won't. Well... As I uh, mentioned last week, just keep your eye open on the controller that uh, uh, Miyamoto is going to be using. I, uh, I'll do my best. Yeah. But I, I make no promises. <laughs> um, Gamer wins a real-life cow after getting the high score on a mobile game. <laughs> I saw this headline and uh, for some reason didn't complete finish reading the story. I'm guessing it's literally what it sounds. Uh, yep. 
pretty much. Um, <laughs> it was a Tunisian mobile game named Bagra, which cool. translates to cow. Uh, and they've awarded their highest scoring player a cow. Named Pamela. Pamela? Yep. It's <laughs> a good That's name for a fantastic cow. name for a cow. Big is. That's why they oh, didn't do that. Amazing. Uh, do you think you're missing out, Don? On a, on owning a cow called Pamela? Yeah. I well, want one. What if I were to tell you that there's another cow up for grabs? Oh, I've got to get myself over there. If you want to win Bridget, Bridget. you've got to, you've got to play this game. Oh, why have they given them the best English girl names? <laughs> Amazing. They're not even Tunisian names. They're just English girl names. Fantastic. Yeah. The thing uh, is, like having a cow would actually be an immense... Uh, financial <laughs> drain on you so yeah. probably not the best thing um, I'll throw you a bone Destiny yay um, that's a game I know yes has uh, told us some stats about its users um, Ooh, exciting how many registered players do you think oh Destiny I know it was 25 million back in <laughs> December or March or January at some point <laughs> um, so I'm going to say it's up to 30 million now you are spot on Destiny hey. has 30 million registered players and even more amazing than that they average 100 hours played each whoa that's a lot of fucking hours that's uh, well I don't know about a lot of hours do you want to know how many hours I've played on Destiny? How many hours have you played on Destiny, though? Well, let me put it this way. Um, 60 days <clears throat> of play. You played for 60 days? Oh, I'm just kidding. It's 61. Oh, that's <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> yeah, so, 60, that means... 61 days, which somebody... means in our terms, that's uh, <clears throat> 1,464. Fuck me, Don. That means... Somebody out there, well, about 15 people out there bought Destiny, turned it on for one second and then turned it off, <laughs> and your time still made their time average yep. 100 hours. Yep. That is uh, impressive. I think so. I can't deny <laughs> that that's an impressive number. Well done, Bungie. I think your game's shit. But I'm in the minority <laughs> of humans that have ever existed. Oh, dear. Amazing. Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, another Pornhub story to uh, end this week's news. Of course. Um, Overwatch is uh, proving to be pretty popular on Pornhub. <laughs> uh, with the beta happening, dirty searches for Overwatch went up by 817%. Is this? Uh, on Pornhub alone. <laughs> Why is Pornhub suddenly hosting so much game stuff? Uh, I think they're the only ones with the balls to just come out and talk about it. <laughs> I guess so. Slight pun on balls. I wasn't trying very hard. Yeah. yeah. Man, can you really name many other porn sites? Oh, loads, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't really think about what I was asking. Let's not go into that. Uh that's your news for this week. Pornhub, cows, and uh, World War One mustard gas. Yep. Fantastic. Hello, everybody. It's time for this week's video game music segment now that the news is over. Uh, this week, to celebrate Doom coming out uh, next week, um, we'll be taking some music from Doom. Uh, Doom obviously came out many, many, many years ago, um, but it stayed current with big cult following and all this stuff. But last year, um, a team created a mod for the original game called Brutal Doom V20. Um, and there was a trailer for it which had an awesome cover of the uh, level one music from the original Doom, which is this iconic. Uh, just ripping guitar track. Um, this person called Andrew Hulshult, uh, I found it on his YouTube channel. Um, he basically remade 
that awesome ripping track from the first Doom's first level. Um, specifically for the uh, trailer for Brutal Doom uh, V20. So, if you want to find it yourself, it's on YouTube. I'll give you the whole title of the video. The whole title is Doom at Doom's Gate E1 M1 Remake by Andrew Hulschult, brackets Brutal Doom V 2.0 trailer theme. So, if you want to find it yourself, this is by Andrew Hulschult, and it's a remake of E1 M1 from the original Doom at Doom's Gate. Hello. I'm playing out. Uh, I played a bit of out. Okay. Of, I played a bit of a game called uh, Space Shoot 'em Up Alien Kill Simulator. <laughs> <coughs> Give it a year. That'll be on Steam. <laughs> AKA Destiny. Um, you just still doing a bit of Destiny because the April update has been really good. They they've just they've really nailed the progression system and. The light level's now 335 max, and no two of way. my characters... Well, two of my characters are already 334, the other one's 332. Ooh. 
So I'm storming through it, and that is part of the reason I'm still playing it, because progression has been fluid and constant and enjoyable, because you're actually getting decent drops now from all the different activities. Um, yeah, so pretty soon I should hopefully be at 3.35 with all three, and then I'll uh, probably give it a bit of a rest, believe it or not, uh, until the, uh, the fall expansion, which is uh, due to be rather humongous. What's fall? Uh, what do they count as fall? Ah, uh, August. Okay, September. so not that long. September time, basically. Uh, September is when they traditionally put literally every other yearly expansion uh, you, or you, release out. You so. got a sewing machine on the background, mate. Ah, oh, that's my washing machine. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Can you hear that? It just went really loud for like a few seconds and then it's gone again. Ah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it, it's meant to be one of those newfangled, almost silent ones, but no. It's literally the <laughs> loudest washing machine I've ever owned. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's me on Destiny. Plus, you know. Uh, I've also played a bit more of Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. And um, I haven't gone back to it for a few months, I'd say, since I uh, first uh, played through quite, I think, I think most of it. I've, I've, I've been on almost the entire map now. There's only a little area, I think, left that I've not been to, which is the observatory, uh, which is the final area, as far as I can tell. Um, okay. And the first thing I... Well, you notice whenever you switch this game on is just how freaking incredible it looks. I was completely shocked again by how stunning it is. It's just insane. Um, the the weather effects as well, which I don't recall there being the first time I, I played through it. I've got to an area now where there's just where rain occurs whenever you go there. And it's just amazing, the look of it as it falls and the look of it on the ground. Is, is like, it's as close to photorealistic as a game has been yet. Oh. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Um, the, uh, I mean, the effect of it just landing on things like um, a tennis court. Um, you can see how the tennis court is made so it's not, you know, the, the surface isn't completely even and little pools of water and, you know, you can see the dips and stuff in the, in the court. The way it runs down surfaces, it's just it's just an incredibly beautiful game. Sounds a bit like a screensaver when you describe it like that. <laughs> it, it it you know I've taken screenshots just at random points, just wandering around the game, just because it's so good looking and the lighting is incredible. It's just it's the, it's the prettiest game I've ever seen. Um, it's ridiculous, um, but you can tell how much power it's using because your fan on your PS4 goes into overdrive as soon as you start it up. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah, it's uh, it's having fun rendering these graphics. Sounds um, like you need a PlayStation Neo. <laughs> quite, yeah, let's not get into that. I don't know <laughs> why they're doing that. Anyway, um, yeah, so I've, I've completed two more of the uh, the character stories in it. Um, I think I've only got two more to go, one of which I'm at least partway through. Um, it's just really nice. It's just... Really nice Sunday afternoon, relaxing game. Just uh, the music in it is—I mean, it won an award. The music, as I recall, um, oh, and it's uh, yeah, and it's and rightly so. It's just it's haunting and beautiful and relaxing at the same time, and just it's brilliant. It's very evocative. When, uh, uh, when did you start playing this? Ah, uh, God, it must have been a few months ago. I got it um, when it was on sale on the PlayStation Store. They put it on for like six ninety nine or something like that, five ninety nine. Okay. One of their deals that they did, so I uh, picked it up. Uh, fantastic! Um, if you're the sort of person who doesn't have loads of time to play games as well, it's one of those games you can finish in in an afternoon if you sit down and dedicate, you know, five or six hours straight to it. Um, and don't do what I've done, which is um, go through the trophy list and try and do the trophies the first playthrough. Oh, which yeah. is why it's been taking me so, you know, it's taking me. I mean, I've been on it at least ten or so hours now. Um, and like, made I know a six-hour game last about five months. I, I know. I could have finished it the first time through, I'm pretty sure, if I'd have just gone straight through what I think is the path that would lead me fastest towards the end goal. But I want to enjoy the game. It's the sort of game you, I, want to, I want to look at every bit of the village because it's so in, stunning. It's got lots of little shortcuts through pathways and uh, uh, like um, uh, footpath. What are they called? Those um, styles, yeah. That you go over and stuff to get you through different parts and little pathways through little tiny streams and uh, you know it's just it's just incredible really. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been going through the trophy list really, which is why it's taking me so long to do this. And one of them is to check out every single 
kind of tourist map in the game. And, uh, you know, you're always afraid you've missed one. So you go down every single possible nook and cranny in case it leads up a little pathway to a little sightseeing spot with a map at the end of it. <laughs> so, yeah. And you can only walk at walking pace, obviously. You can't run around there. So, you know, it naturally takes you a little bit of time to get around. Um, but, yeah, enjoying it. Pick it up. It's just a great game. Cool. Thanks very much. How about you, Gareth? Have you played anything this uh, this week? I've played uh, a few things. The main thing, which we should probably talk about, is Overwatch. Ooh, the Overwatch beta. I think everyone's been talking about. Yeah, everyone's been giving it almost overwhelmingly positive reviews. Literally Gareth. everyone but Literally me. everyone's been spaffing their load over it. How about you, Gareth? Do you concur with these views? Everyone but me really likes Overwatch. Everyone but you. Uh, <laughs> I've not played it, so I don't know. I've seen a lot of people playing it, and I think I'd probably fall more into your camp than others. It. I don't think it really knows what it wants to be. It's. It was announced when this whole spate of like uh, games were crewing out. Like Paragon got announced, and... Overwatch got announced, and then uh, Battleborn got announced, and they all kind of got announced at the same time. Um, and they've all sort of tried to go their own way. Like Battleborn's very much like a League of Legends, but a shooting game from third person. And then uh, I hear the one. What what's the first one? Paragon is Paragon. Yeah. doing its own little thing, and then this is sort of like almost a Team Fortress Two type game. Yeah. Um, but it just I don't really know how to articulate how it feels so bad. I think it's That's because what she said. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, when a game so a game starts, right? Yep. And it'll say this map is I don't know, Tokyo Plaza. And you're like, "Okay." The background is just some ran a picture of like a random building or like a city from above. And you're like, "Okay." And then it'll say, you are defending. And then you'll be like, um, all right then, I guess I'll pick my hero. Um, Don? Yeah? Sorry, I just could really hear the traffic outside. Uh, sorry, that's my washing machine again. <laughs> it's all right. Um, and it'll be like, pick your hero. And you're like, uh, well, I don't really know what hero I should pick. So you'll just pick a random one and then the game will start. There's no mini-map. There's no map of the level. Um, you don't know what or where you'll be defending until you get there. Um, the maps are all incredibly confusing um, because each of the characters has their own different way of moving. So, like one character has a grappling hook, so they can go quite high up. One character has uh, like a jetpack, so they can also get high up, but sort of higher than the grapple hook person and faster. So they have to account for all these different places, and as such, the maps feel like an absolute mess. Uh, just a big series of corridors and walkways that you can get easily lost in. Um, you don't know what the objective is going to be, so you, you don't know how to prepare yourself. I like I played this game for about four hours. Uh, multiple maps came up like four or five times in those four hours. Not once was I like, "Oh yeah, I remember this map." <laughs> like they just they all blend together so badly. There are sometimes you'll be defending like a, a thing on a rail, and the other team will have to get near it to move move it along the rail. Um, so you're basically trying to defend this thing that's always moving. Sometimes it'll be a point in the map that you have to capture and then keep hold of while the other team tries to attack you. But like the maps, because they feel just like an absolute mess. Um, like it, for example, the one where you have to defend this thing that they're trying to move along the track yeah you'll have 60 seconds before the game actually starts you'll spend the first 30 of those seconds just walking towards the fucking thing because <laughs> it's just the maps they've tried to make them feel big so you have like you know loads of room for a sniper to be taking sniper shots but also they need a way for that sniper to get caught out so there needs to be loads of pathways leading there to all these people teleporting in so the maps are absolutely massive some of the characters don't have like a dash or a teleport or a grappling hook, so they just have to fucking run, and it's just the most boring thing in the world when you spend most of your time running around. 
uh, a big map where you don't know where anything is that feels really badly designed yeah. with basically no objective um, it, I, not once in the four hours I played this game was I like oh yeah I like this map or oh <laughs> I, I, I know what I'm supposed to be doing be- before the game starts does uh there's a lot of characters in this, as far as I understand it. Yeah, there's a decent amount, I guess. Oh, uh, I, uh, are any of them better than the others? Are they some of them shit, some of them good? Have they got different skills, or a lot of them pretty much the same? So they're trying to combine the like League of Legends slash Dota thing of you have your regular attacks and you have special attacks. You even build up to an ultimate. Uh, right. so it's very similar in that respect. But... Um, because anyone on any team can be any of these characters at any time doesn't really matter because like if I get killed by the guy who can turn into a Gatling gun turret I can just spawn in as that guy 10 seconds later so can the 5 other people on my team I've had (laughs) games where the objective is defend so we just all pick this one guy go to the defend point all activate our ability so we turn into an immobile Gatling gun turret and then we just win because any time the other team appears, five Gatling guns just mow them down. <laughs> Maybe one person will also be like a sniper because they're a bit bit weird. Um, <laughs> that sounds massively broken to me. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like a game like League of Legends, you can be a certain character. No one on your team can be that character. No one else on the other team can be that character either. So, you know, you feel like your particular skill set in the game is unique, thus you are apart from everyone else. Whereas, like, in this game, if somebody kills me with a sniper, I'll just spawn as the sniper next and try and out-snipe them. It's not a deal. Like, none of the characters feel unique because of that. If you can be everyone at any time, no one's unique, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Sounds like a weird mechanic. But. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to go for like the Team Fortress 2 thing, you know? But it doesn't come off at all. So many of the characters as well will be able to kill you in like one hit. Like there's a um, gorilla who will just sprint in a direction and if he hits you, he'll just take you with him and just bash you into the first wall he hits. And that'll just kill you. <laughs> um Excellent. And he's also really tanky, so he, he can just do that into the middle of your team, kill you, and then just be in the middle of your team, like swinging a hammer and hitting people. And it's like, it feels so badly balanced. And maybe that's what this beta was for, so they can look at the stats and be like, this move's too powerful, it was killing people in one hit all throughout the beta, yeah. this guy's doing too much damage, or this guy saw three times the amount of play than all the other characters did. But um, So then they can nerf it into the ground, and then no one will play that character. I mean, yeah, that's the uh, that's, that's the way that games work. Yeah, but um, yeah, not really one character stood out to me as severely OP. Maybe. I mean, everyone everyone is saying that the the in fact the the turret one that you just described is the one that is totally OP. Because um, yeah. you just are so fucking invincible, even though you can't move, you're just gunning everyone down. Well, yeah. also his other ability is that he can heal himself <laughs> oh, oh fantastic <laughs> yep so if someone comes up and you manage to kill them first then you just heal yourself back to full health within like three seconds brilliant um, and you would think like maybe they balance that by giving his uh, Gatling gun like a, a long reload but it's like cooldown period second. or something like that yeah you just you just hold that so many at the end of each game this is quite nice it does like a play of the game it shows you somebody's viewpoint when they did something cool, like three yeah. kills in a row or whatever. But like 75% of those is just the guy as the turret aiming in one direction, holding the trigger <laughs> down and yeah. just killing like five people as they run past that doorway. And it's fucking <laughs> stupid. It's so often that that happens. <laughs> uh, it's, it's such a, in theory, it's such a good feature, but it just points out how shallow that game feels. Yeah. Um, you get stuff uh, for leveling up um, your account thing. So, you know, if you play a game, you do really well. Your account might level up. And then you get a box which will have, like, a skin or a little spray paint thing. You can spray paint on walls as you're walking around for some for some reason. Um, I don't think any of that stuff's going to persist beyond the 
beta. Yeah. But um, sounds like it shouldn't. Yeah, it probably shouldn't. But that definitely struck me very much as this is uh, our way to make money on this game after we've sold it to you is going to be, do you want to buy any more loot boxes, maybe? <laughs> yeah. You'll level up in like 10 games, or you could buy a loot box right now. Uh, and that makes it really feel like a free-to-play game. Um, having you get loot boxes when you level up with a random chance of having an item inside, that is just begging for a microtransaction. Yeah. That's part of why I think this game feels so much like a free-to-play game. Uh, not that big a roster of characters... Nothing about it is complex uh, at all. It, it Team Fortress 2 is free. You can get it just by having Steam, which everyone has. <laughs> this game is not better than Team Fortress 2, but right. it's going to cost you 40 quid. Like, it, I don't understand how Blizzard... How Blizzard think this is worth £40. They're directly trying to compete with Team Fortress 2... In every aspect, the the gameplay, the objectives, even some of the character classes are very fucking similar to each other, um, and they're expecting you to pay a shitload of money, in my opinion, no job, remember, um, <laughs> for a game that's no better than a free game, and that, to me, is ridiculous. What have people been saying that's positive that you've heard? Because I've, I've just been too angry at it to look at uh, People have been comparing it to Team Fortress 2, as you just mentioned, but mm. positively, because they like Team Fortress 2, and they like the fact that it's like playing Team Fortress 2, but a okay. new version of it. Um, they've Apart from saying a couple of characters are a bit OP, they seem to have just been saying it's just a fun game they can see themselves playing a lot, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like these are people who've been playing The Division and <laughs> they're a bit beaten um, and, and they need a way out and this is a bright, colourful, shiny, flashy thing in front of them no. <laughs> for, that's going to distract them for a while. Um, I don't think it's as, as going to be as tactical as Team Fortress. No. Um, and after a while, the, uh, the, the play, I think people get a bit bored of it, to be honest. Um, it's a colourful distraction right now. They might yeah. change it up for you know the actual release. You never know um, what they've kept out of the beta and then what they're going to change after it. So That's you fine. never know. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. See what happens. It's just weird. To me. They also they just have so much like MOBA uh, parlance in it. Like this, there's a class straight up just called supports who just <laughs> heal people and stuff. They have ultimates, which is very much a Dota and League type thing. Um, but at the same time. It just it doesn't feel good enough as a shooter. The movement doesn't feel fun on its own. Um, like when you see somebody grappling hook away and you're just a dwarf who can put turrets down waddling around, it's like, well, <laughs> why would I ever be this guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Just nothing about it, literally nothing about it, excited me in any way. Wow. Oh well. Uh, I also to get off this. Not, unless you have any questions, Don. No, I I think you've answered absolutely everything about that game ever. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I also played Galaxy. Um, yep. Galaxy is cool. Galaxy should be better than it actually is. Um, it's got a cool art style. It's sort of trying to make itself look like one of those Japanese cartoons from the eighties. And it pulls that off really well. Uh, it's got maybe the best pause screen I've ever seen. It looks like uh, a VHS tape, um, it, like menu screen. It looks amazing, but the controls really let it down. There's a um, a strafe button which will strafe you in an, a random direction. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Often, I find it will just change direction randomly. So. I was strafing away from an enemy ship that was coming towards me. Um, I was sort of feathering the button, like, and I was strafing up, strafing up, strafing up, and then it's just strafed down. It just decided, no, you want to strafe through the direction now. <laughs> and it just put me right in the path of a bullet. Um, stuff like that happens way too often. I think yeah. it's a cool, 
idea. And when you don't have anything to do, the ship handles really well. Like when you're just going in and out of asteroids, it feels really nice. But the second you get into any kind of action, uh, the controls just might as well not be there. My uh, most successful strategies have involved sitting still and firing at them as they come towards you. Fantastic. Or going backwards and shooting them as they just chase after you because the AI is terrible. (laughs) Um, Sounds like it's in need of a little bit of a patch. Yeah, I, I keep playing it though, even though it just keeps dicking me over and frustrating me. Every so often, over the past like week or so, I'll be like, oh, I might play like 20 minutes of Galaxy, and then it'll fuck me over and I won't play it again for like a whole day. And then I'm like, oh, maybe play a bit of Galaxy again. So it's there's something, there's clearly something there, there's a nugget yeah. that I want to find, but it doesn't want me to. So that's uh, irritating. Uh, and the final thing. I have to uh, say something here, Don. You were right, and I was wrong. Oh, my God. Well, you're definitely recording this, yeah? Yep. Monument Valley is fantastic. It is, isn't it? I... uh, To be fair, I don't think it deserved a place on anyone's game of the year list, because it's not very much of a game. (laughs) It is very short, yeah. Is... So good. The way it makes you look at geometry on a screen differently is amazing. It's what Portal did for 3D space, this does for perspective. Yeah. No, yeah. That's a fair comment. And obviously, this game's been out for like a a year, over a year. People have already gushed about it. You already know how good Monument Valley is, but I... After all this hype, I was just sat in bed one night and I was like, oh, I've got a Monument Valley on this phone. I'll just, I'll try it. And then three hours later, I was like, well, I've completed all of that. Uh, fuck, where'd the time go? <laughs> Don was right. I was wrong. What is life? <laughs> uh, so I apologize for being a bit of a snarky twat to you when you said it was really good, Don. Hey, as long as you have learned something, that's all that matters. I agree. And that you're enjoying a good game because it is awesome. I've seen a, a little documentary thing on how they part of how they make the levels for that game, and it's oh. insanely complicated. It's just the most complicated thing. The way they have to work everything out. It's. It's. I mean, the reason it's reasonably short is because it's so difficult to put together the levels. It's insane. I the amount imagine. of maths they need to use and just to work out. I mean, if you look at the perspective as it is now, imagine trying to work out how it is going to interact with everything and moving bits around and uh, in all three dimensions as well you've got to take into account you can spin a lot of them all the way around yeah uh, it's 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 mental it nothing about it should work and that's why when it when it works it's so incredible but yeah, yeah. it must have the the fact that somebody thought of that and then managed to make it actually real is a bit of a miracle so yeah have you got just the the base game or either of the little kind of those two those two I think or three little expansions that came out uh, yes yeah, so um, there was the main game and then once I completed it there was a little thing flashing at the bottom which was like Ida's Dream yes that's made one for of them. charity I think it's a, yeah one of them was a charity thing um, one was called and, Red something or something red yeah there's a, there's DLC that I've not downloaded yet but it's yeah it's calling out to me I think that okay, that I got hold of that for free when I got my Version of it. although it was it went on sale for like nine like fifty p or something for some particular reason last year. Okay. Um, so yeah, I picked that up as well. But yeah, but all the all the exp- DLC bits on it. Are, if you like the main game, then you'll like you know it's just it's some more Monument Valley. So it's like yes, give it to me now. <laughs> that, yeah, that that'll do me. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> cool. So that's it. Nice. We did. I'm it. very glad you enjoyed that. No, Rob, but hey. we managed to make it work. Wee. Wee. It's 10 to 10. Got it. Cowboy is. time. Cowboy time. Do you mean. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Cowboy time. You're going to watch Game of Thrones. Oh my god. <laughs> you never Oh heard that my before. fucking god. Oh, damn. You were brought up in the wrong era, man. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> Alright. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Alright, this was episode 103 of the Game Central Podcast, brought to you by the letters D and G, 
<laughs> or not R. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>